Cry Together, presented you by Simply King Podcast. I'm giving you in-depth musical analysis, lyrical breakdowns, R&B music only. Shout out to R&B Money Podcast. I don't know if you guys have checked it out, but it already is, has me caught up in the rapture. Shout out to Jasmine Sullivan. Shout out to all the performers of The Roots Picnic. Enjoyed myself. Hell of a present to self. Shout out to all the homies who came to Philly as well. Great group trip. But so glad it was so close to my B-Day so I can, you know, get my joys off. Today, we are talking about not only more heartbreak, sad R&B songs, but genuinely songs that, hmm, get your toe tapping. Kind of got a little vibe to them, you know what I'm saying? Got got some vibes to them to make you almost forget that you listen to a sad damn song. Some of the best are that way. But I got two. So, stick with me. This is We Cry Together, brought to you by the only podcast, the soulfully conscious podcast for humans simply being humans. I'm Rodney Perry, also known as King, and this is Simply King. Let's get into it. So... Today, I have two songs, two songs, and two songs only. Today, the two songs that I am going to feature are Torn by Latoya Luckett and Swim Good by Frank Ocean. Understand me? So, in all honesty, I think that, you know, from a production standpoint, there's an interesting thing. As I said in the first part, uh, the first installment, the first uh, volume of We Cry Together, we understand that we want to listen to sad music when we to project our mood when we are in that type of space. So, what does it mean when we are listening to songs that kind of like give us a more upbeat vibe? I believe it's when we're in action, when we're not just at home, when we got to be outside, we got to get in the car, we got to drive, we got to run, we got to go for a walk, listen to music. You know what might help us kind of stay into that mood of I'm still not over this. I'm still in the mood of this. <laughs> I'm still in feel heartbreak. But you know what? I need to do something. I believe both of these songs are very upbeat and make you kind of move, make you more actionable. But she still keeps you there. If you really listen to the lyrics, this could be your situation that resonates with you so much. From different types of heartbreak, definitely within these two songs, different types of situations. And um, But let's get into this first song. Let's start with Torn by Latoya Luckett. Introduced us all as a member of the legendary Destiny's Child. I believe she was a part of that first rendition with um uh, what was girl, what was baby girl name? I forgot her name. Shoot, 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 shoot. It's forget, I'm forgetting her name. Please tell me. I'll look it up later. But nevertheless, a song released on her 2006 debut album, written by Several different people. I, I think I just did not write that part down. But nevertheless, it was featured on her debut album and actually peaked at number two on the R&B and hip hop uh, Hot 100. 
Um, and also, which I think was a great is a great little piece of research that I found, actually was number one on 106 and Park <laughs> for 25 days straight, and um, pretty much stayed on the stayed on the top 10 for the next 65 days. So it was on there for months. You understand? But it was truly, truly a smash. If I could say, if I do say so myself. And it's also had a resurgence. The sound itself has had a resurgence, or at least the sample itself has had a resurgence because of TikTok. I think we all have heard that, you know, I believe it's, um, I believe it's, um, you know, I forgot the name of the song. Shoot, I forgot the name of the song. But nevertheless, you know it when you know it when you hear it. More than anything, I wanted to talk about the roots to even Torn, because I forgot <laughs> that Torn was actually a sample as well by the stylistics from their 1971 classic hit, You Are Everything. And I think what's interesting about just the DNA of music and how we flip it and change it is sometimes we can use it as a way to message something by using the sample. Sometimes it can be transformed completely to send a whole new message. You Are Everything is a song that is not only a classic, classic song, but the messaging doesn't feel as uh, so congruent and uh, in parallel with the message of Torn. Let me let me give you a little taste of that. Okay, you feel me? So probably heard it. In, you know, if you're not an old head, you know, old head or don't into the you know you're not into the dusties like I am. You might not have never heard that song before, but Truly, the vibe is one that is truly okay and truly, like, if anything, affirmational and like, but this isn't. This is truly, this is the epitome, epitome of a song that came out in the early 2000s by, based off the vibe, based off the sonics, based off the lyrics. It was just giving. The video was giving that as well. Latoya sang her ass off. This is truly one of my favorite songs from her ever when it came to her solo career. Um, but I think it's a lot of people's favorite song just in general. But let us get into the music. If you don't know, if this is the first time you're hearing it, Patrick, I don't know where you've been. But overall theme of this is truly being in between staying or going in a relationship, which is a common theme within heartbreak songs um, because you because that's what it is. It's like that's usually the predicament that so many of us are in. And it's an age old question of, you know, is it a devil, you know, or the devil you don't better for you right now. So, let's get into this first verse. Y'all heard that? You feel me? You know, it's, what is it? I don't even want to do smack it. Sometimes, I forgot, I, I don't, I don't TikTok well. A lot of little build up, but nevertheless, I feel like they flipped it. Very well, Addison. Part of me wants for you to come home. Go home. home. Okay, now this this whole part of me part just in these uh, in this verse, I think it's such a, a very single law. They set her up for success with this hit. Because it's easy to sing along to, but it already established the duality in her emotions. Just from going back and forth to saying something that's somewhat compliment complimentary to the relationship continuing, but then somewhat, you know, 
on the decline of relationship, you know, adversarial of this relationship continuing. So it's like, damn, okay, we get we getting into it. Take it through. She over you. And a part of me is asking why. So what I think is the most interesting part about all of this is you've been there before. You love who you with. You want to you, you want things to work out. You want it to make sense. You wanted the vibes to stay what the vibes are. But I want you to know sometimes you can't be in between and it's OK to be in between. I think it's very fine to be in between. But I feel like we have to truly ask ourselves what's best for us, not what's best for them, what's going to make me allow for them to be happy or will my happiness only happen? Is that the only option? Is the only route to happiness is to stay with this person? That feels like that's not ever the truth. It's really never the truth. Happiness is always with you. It's never in addition to someone else. And even when you have children and things like that, that's when, you know, things get a little bit more complicated. But we're talking about just a relationship. You can either stay in this or go. Make the decision, you know. Um, but it's hard. And I think, you know, she was letting it be known how hard it really is. But we get into the pre-chorus now. You do something to just make me fall back in love with you. Now, that's some deep shit, you know, because honestly, I, I think that, you know, that's the, the crazy part about relationships, especially for men, is that we show up differently when we have more at stake. We see that with 444. We've seen that with Lemonade. Speaking of this very, very famous couple who went through their own back and forth, their own journey, it's like, damn, who would have thought that, you know, it was something that... <laughs> Fact, first off, that he cheated on Beyonce. And then who would have thought that Beyonce, of all people who could possibly be with anybody, took this man back? But it's Jay-Z. So it's so many variables in there. You have kids. It's Jay-Z. You're compatible. You have four tattoos and got, you know, numerical. And it's probably a very strong spiritual and artistic connection. I get it. Y'all done made a lot of money together. So you might want to see if you can work that out. Because I don't know how long they was, you know, he was doing B wrong. But we don't know. But it's so interesting just how we can be in this in-between space, even when somebody has done the worst type of shit with you, you know? And so then we get into the chorus. Then we get into the chorus. Uh Uh-huh. Intuition. Intuition really, fellas... All the men listening to this, all the ladies listening to this, I know that intuition is the driving force to all things when it comes to indecision. It's something. Is it something about the place? Is it something about the person? Is it something about something most of the time that may make you act based off of sensation? But your intuition is telling you maybe this ain't a good idea. He already he already done did you wrong. So why are you why are you going back and forth with yourself? But you know, it's a thing. So, leaving honestly, what are our what are our choices? What is life if we are aren't free 
to make the choices we want to make. What is really life? You know what I'm saying? And I think that that's a big, 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 big part of all of this. Um, this true. This truly is the biggest song. This is the quintessential song for I don't know. I don't know. Somebody asks you, like, what you want to do? You want to stay? You want to go? You want to figure this out? You want to leave? What's what's going on? Because you know when you get to that part of the relationship, it gets sticky. Y'all got to, this is a part, this is a pivotal moment. We either going to fix this and be so good until we're not, or we're going to not fix this and let this shit go. Because we got, we, we at the point where we, we fed up with each other. We got to figure something out, you know? And it happens. But it's still heartbreaking nonetheless because... <sighs> just let's let's keep it going. Let's just keep it going. Okay, verse two. So long. Bring it back. Bring it back. Now, reason why I stopped that. There was some motions that we started out, you know. I take that in two ways. I take it as, you know, there was just, you know, actions within our relationship that made it, it difficult. Or there was things that were good that made it me not see this, you know, that, that made me not know that we would come to this point. But that's my interpretation. Now, that is another key lyric. Whew. But something happened. Because I'm feeling so burnt out. To me, I think she has only one decision to make. But, I mean, we all know how these things go when they're talking about love. Things be going back and forth for months. You know, some people go back and forth for years trying to figure out if we need to really do this thing or not. And it only, you know, it only kind of, like, delays it only delays pod the possible ending to this. And now your, your, your heart has been caught up in the rapture of whatever this has been or hasn't been for so long. And this, I don't know, in this in-between space, in this gray area, nobody likes being in the gray area. We like being in the black or the white. We like being in the black or the white, y'all. We like it. We like polarizing aspects when it comes to relationships. Even when it comes to relationships that are complex, we're choosing to be in this complex situation. We complicate it, baby. And that's what we do. But we don't want to be in something that's kind of undefinable um, from an emotionality standpoint and just from an actual, this is what we are. Whew. A trip, a true trip, a journey even. Ooh, now, mm, this one, I to me, this is why I like this song so much because it's like, to me, I think she's, to sit here and talk about being in between, you have to kind of consider accountability. You have to consider what role have you played in your own heartbreak? What role have you played in the demise of this relationship? And I think that's why it feels a lot more, you know, I think that's why it makes sense for this to be a more upbeat song and a, and a uh, just a, a proclamation of just how she's, where she is and this indecision. I love that. Bags. Look, get them bags. Part of me is telling me I can't do that. It's it's deep when you when it's everything is in you is really truly separated, and you literally doing the pros and cons. This is what it feels like. She's doing the pros and cons list 
a decision she needs to make with this dude. You know what I'm saying? Because she loves him still, obviously. It's still very, like, thick, you know? This In this moment, in these in-between space, in this gray area space, in this I-don't-know space, this is usually when you do all the backsliding you're going to do. <laughs> this is usually when you do all the shit you weren't supposed to do. Truly. When you were not supposed to be doing all that, and you did. So now look at you. Now you're feeling even worse because you maybe go back and have some sex, maybe go back and go see each other. You're intimate and have an intimate exchange, and you sitting there thinking, why the hell did I come back? Why the hell did I do this? Why the hell am I here again? Why am I back in this nigga's bed? Why am I back in her bed? Why am I doing any of these things? You got to consider those things when it comes to this indecision because then it's you. It's not just them. They showed you who they are. Now you kind of, you know, want to give them another chance. I get it, but... Obviously, the chorus comes back, and then we get to the bridge, which is one of my favorite parts of this song, and that is, um, I just feel like um, you can't. Sometimes you can't fix certain things. You know, you can't. Sometimes you can't fix certain things, and it is what it is. But, um, but you know, let's get into it. I was ready to go. It was gone. That, ooh, that, you hear that, you hear that in the background, you hear the piano falling, ooh. I'm telling you, people be knowing how to write some music for these hit tracks, I'm telling you. So, to go back and forth with yourself, and that's why I feel like it gets to the song where I feel like she's getting to a point to where she's starting to lean more into, like, letting this go. That's what I feel like the bridge is a, is a, is a, almost a revelation. It's almost a realization that she really only has one choice. Truly, that's, that's how I take it. Now, there's always a quiet moment when you're just being where you got to ask yourself, how much is it you fighting yourself to stay with a person or how much is it them showing you reasons as to why y'all should stay together? It's a difference. It's a big difference. And what do you have to go with to reassure you of whatever decision that you make? Because to be quite frank, choosing to be alone is always a decision that you can make that's always good no matter what the situation is. Unless, <laughs> let me not say that too quick, because huh, we do have the idea of being deadbeat fathers and deadbeat husbands and so on and so forth, but that's a whole nother podcast for a whole nother day. But let's continue. I don't know how much more I can say, but I can feel this way. Damn, Latoya. <laughs> she was not playing in that studio, right? Cut up, cut up real quick. And that's how I feel. I feel like she gets to the point to where she stops talking about, talking about the parts of her are going this, going back and forth. And even if she's still confused, it's like, I can't keep feeling like this. I got to let you go. I got to let this go. Because what's the point at this part? It just don't make sense. It really just don't. It just don't make sense. Um, my overall takeaway, like I said, this is a quintessential I don't know song. And, and it feels the best for you you know and I feel like if you if she was to take him back and he does something again now you it almost puts you in this weird place of like I'm upset with you but I knew I shouldn't have came back I had an inkling had an intuitional had an intuitional feeling a itch my gut 
telling me I shouldn't take you back, and I still did. I went against my best judgment, my intuitive guide, my higher self, and got back with your ass. And now here we are. Now here we are. Hurt again. But before I get into this next song, I want to establish and you know lay the land to say trigger warning, trigger warning, trigger warning to anyone listening to this, um, especially in the nature of you know mental health, depression. Um, it is men's health, men's health month. So big advocate of therapy, big advocate of calling someone, big advocate of all the things when it comes to preventing self-harm. But this next song is definitely going to be considerable, <laughs> considerably talking about that in the most explicit ways. But I'll try my best to be as careful as I can with the language. Um, but excuse me, charge it to my head, not my heart. Um, to my to my head, not my heart. But um, a classic song. Nonetheless, the next song is Swim Good by Frank Ocean. Released in 2011, it was the second single to his debut mixtape, which I feel like is debatable because I feel like Lonnie Bro came out prior to, but you know, maybe they maybe they distinguish them differently. You know, how, what's an album? What's a mixtape? What's an EP these days, right? Uh, produced by Midi Mafia and Charles uh, Gambretta, all written by Frank Ocean, um, and it was featured on the Nostalgia Ultra mixtape. Um, it peaked at 70 on the top 100 uh, hip hot R&B and hip hop charts. Uh, you know, overall, you know, overview of the song is this, you know, it's truly about a heartbreak that Lily is pushing, pushing Frank to literal self-harming ideations. To the, and it's, he explains it in this very colorful and imaginative way, but overall, he's exemplifying somebody who commits to it all the way, commits to that ideation all the way. And, um, and the reasons as to why he feels like he should commit to that uh, those ideations all the way. But let's get into verse one. That's a pretty big trunk on my Lincoln Town car, ain't it? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Big enough to take these broken hearts and put them in it. Okay. I, I think it's interesting that he says hearts. I wonder if he speaks to his and theirs like you know who knows is he speaking in general like I've, I've been hurt by multiple people I've hurt multiple people my feelings have been hurt multiple times and now I'm just carrying this baggage carrying the luggage of these broken hearts possibly now I'm driving around on a boulevard trunk bleeding Deep. And every time the cops pull me over, they, they don't, don't never see, see them. them. They never see them. So, I feel like in the first verse, he kind of just lays the land. He's a, an imaginative. Frank Ocean is one of the best writers ever to grace a pen and write a song for himself or anyone else. And he's always been extremely metaphorical. I believe that, you know, to consider, you know, the aspect of what police mean. What do police mean? mean right police to me always establish themselves to quote unquote be able to be protect and serve you have a person who is already having these ideations and they can't even save themselves even though they they keep having the the moments to on this long drive that's being illustrated within this story he's in this lincoln town car 
he's already dressed as if he's ready to be, you know, you know, for lack of a better phrase, casket sharp. And he is being driven to the point of thinking about all of the heaviness, the weight that he has to carry with him just to commit to this thing that they, that he's committing to. Um, it's a heavy thing. Then we have the pre-chorus, which everyone knows. And I got black suit on. Rolling around like I'm ready for a funeral. It pays off. Five more miles to the, the road runs out. out. Now, letting it be known that he's literally illustrating how he is being driven to the point. Which makes it into a crazy entendre, driven to the point of hurting himself, to just ending this. Because what's the point? What's the point at this point? Um, because why be here if I can't have you? Why be here if I feel this way? I don't want to feel this way anymore. If I can't have you, I don't want to be here. Fuck it. <sighs> then you have the chorus. Letting you know that it's it's gonna happen. I'ma try to swim from something bigger than me. Kick off my shoes. Swim good. It's swim good. It's swim good. Take off this suit. It's swim good. It's swim good. Now, when you look up the things about uh, if he's ever spoken to what this is, I think he. Um, I love how you answered it and kind of wants it to be really left to interpretation in terms of the aspects of why and what he's talking about. And if he's, you know, if this song is meant to be what it sounds like it's meant to be for. I like how he kind of still leaves it up to interpretation because to say swim good for, for swim good to be the name of the song, it feels to me like there is a, a second guessing happening, a, a thought process of like, I'm going to commit to this. I'm going to do this. But also, damn. If I change my mind at the last minute, I hope I can just make it out. I hope I can just, I don't know. hope I can just get to something better, to feel better from doing this, from almost doing this, and be able to save myself in, a, in an interesting way. But I don't know. It's, the, it, 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 it's, it's puzzling to me. But it's, you know, we caught up in the, we caught up in the situation. Okay. So let's get into, that's the chorus. Let's get into verse two. Got some pretty good beats on this 808 CD. Yeah. Memory seats, I'm sitting on stage. Now, this is to me, it's like just continuously letting it be known how, how the feeling of not having you, moments of where I was upset about not having you while I'm in the midst of what I do. We all know what that's like. We all know what it's like to be upset and we at work. Don't ever break up with nobody while they at work. Don't ever break up with nobody. Like, be considerate. Don't break up with nobody. Don't break up with nobody at the beginning of the day. At work. Um, On any significant holiday. Definitely not on a birthday. Definitely not on Valentine's Day. No Christmas. No Thanksgiving. Yes. Um, not and maybe not even on a weekend. You know what I'm saying? Not even on a weekend or a Monday. You got between Tuesday and Thursday to break up with somebody. Save it. I'm sorry. This is when you got to do it. Cause then, and we talking about after five, when it, or whenever they off work. Be relative. 
but make it make sense. That's all I'm saying. Nobody don't need to be at work thinking about this. That's all I'm saying. Which is random. I'm not sure what that means. Oh. Okay. Okay, let's let's bring that one down. So if I feel like a ghost, no swayzy. Ever since I lost my baby. Dope lyrics. Shout out to Ghost. Shout out to Whoopi Goldberg. Shout out to Jay Hub for becoming the second, right alongside with Whoopi Goldberg as the second black woman to become an EGOT. Um classic film from the 90s. If you don't know Ghost, go check it out. It's it's cool, you know. Starring Whoopi Goldberg, Patrick Swayze, and Demi Moore, I believe. But he already he, he's he's speaking to the fact that the tone of death is all throughout this um it's crazy as hell because it's like we have this right this really really great production that's kind of keeping you flowing and upbeat and kind of keeping you in the vibes and you can sing along very easily but yet again it's letting it be known like hey psh, i already feel i already feel like i'm not here i already don't feel alive because i don't have you because i you're, you're gone you're not here no more so i shouldn't be here no more what's the point Oof. It's deep. It's sad. But we're talking about heartbreak here, y'all. So I hope y'all still here with me. Um, let's finish that. Okay. Then you go to the bridge, which is a great bridge. And, you know, if you are the type who usually sings along, this is probably when you get your shit off. I'm going which to me feels, you know... Like truly uh, aspect of like, I'm already gone. I've already committed to it. I'm already dead. There's nothing you can do. <laughs> There's nothing you can do. I'm going out. Don't biggest inspirational part about it is like you get to the point to where you have if you do feel this song you felt these ways it's kind of like damn like mm, what do I need to do about this feeling and we want to release a release is needed and I think that's where most of this is it's like more than anything I got to choose to do something about this is are you inspired is it inspired by you and inspired by us sure but I got to do something about this I just have to. Washing me. And the ways of washing me. Um, and then, which I think is on the outro, which I think is truly very responsible writing, he says, don't die. Which I think is connected to the next song in the, um, the mixtape. And I think that's, honestly, I applaud him for honestly doing something that I believe is truly responsible because this is, if this is a song that um, you've dealt with or anybody who's heard this or anyone who you know who maybe have dealt with any type of, you know, self-harming ideations um, or just especially from a fatal nature. What if you listen to this and you listen to this all the way through because you want to reenact? Because it's so it's so visual. And then he, he, he created the visual himself. And I can only imagine where your mind can go 
when you think about the when you can just it can just randomly come to you. He's a very popular artist. This song can just come on from anywhere, come on in a playlist, come on in a shuffle in a moment where you're feeling like this. It could be a part of your heartbreak playlist and it'd be a little too close to home for you. So I think apply him for, you know, throwing, you know, don't die into the end just real quick, you know, and I think it's as whimsical as it can be to be said in that way. But that is the two songs. That is it. Swim good. Torn. I hope you've enjoyed it. I hope I've given you something to think about. I hope I've added, you know, brought a little bit more levity to your day because, you know, the world is a trip right now. Gas is high. Goddamn formula is low. And we're living in times that, you know, you're trying to figure out so much, you know. Um, I try my best to, you know, talk about the serious things when I feel like I want to, when I need to. But nevertheless, it's so much serious shit happening all the time. We kind of got to give ourselves a break. But nevertheless, I'm coming back next week, next week, next week with the third installment. It's going to be Sad Boys. We're keeping it going with We Cry Together. Yes. This miniseries has been, is always great to do. I'm glad. I'm going to definitely keep it up and do this on a yearly basis. And so let me know what you think about these things. Make sure you share, leave comments. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube. Make sure you share everywhere you can share. You can follow me everywhere at Kings underscore Memoirs. You can also go and subscribe to the Patreon, which you can find all those links right in this description. You can follow the Simply King podcast page at Simply King Pod and follow uh, on IG and then follow and go and like the uh, Facebook page at Simply, Simply King Podcast. Make sure that if you are an artist, if you are a creative, if you are a small business owner, entrepreneur, any of the like, and you need creative production assistance or digital marketing of any kind to check out lifeisking.com. That is my digital marketing company and creative production company make sure that you go and check out my you can just go check out my main kings underscore memoirs page which you can also follow life is king as well um for any updates for any specials i got a few uh digital products that i'm going to be releasing soon so make sure you tap in where you fit in all right this has been the soulfully conscious podcast for humans simply being humans i've been rodney perry this has also been we cry together the musical breakdown series of only heartbreak tracks And this has been Simply King. Peace.